Hello, everyone, and welcome to another chocolatey episode of the Mess Hall Podcast. podcast with avery and lena so like i said it was a chocolatey episode coming up we have some awesome looking chocolate bars that i'm really looking forward to so i don't want to waste any time what are we getting into first here kit kat birthday cake oh hey for the for the 900th time on the episode kit kat yep welcome back kit kat it's been two or three episodes yeah so like i said birthday cake kit kat the tradition the tradition of birthday cakes is largely uh, is largely attributed to Germans who served ber- uh, cake at their birthday parties in the 15th century. There's some debate, of course, but I'm sticking with that. They're also known to put lit candles on their cakes since the 18th century. However, pagans used to put birthday candles on altars to protect the birthday person from evil. There's even evidence the Swiss did it, but that's kind of after the Germans. So the one for good luck often meant like they put extra on, like for extra to live extra long. Like at least you'll live an extra year. Like sometimes they put extra candles, like maybe you'll live even longer. Now, I was talking to this about this with coworkers today, something like this and how it's going to be different, I think, during co- after COVID birthday candles blowing up birthday Mm. candles in 2017 clemson universe actually in 2017 there were were a bunch of studies i don't know if it was all one or all different ones reporting that blowing out candles increases bacteria on the cake up to 1400 percent more (laughs) that's a lot of don't have yeah yeah so i don't know if we'll be blowing out candles post-covid maybe we will maybe we won't he'll be and interesting. I think everyone's going to look at that cake. And, <laughs> and then we were talking the the coworkers today about like how everyone come on and help this kid blow out the cake, the candle. <laughs> <laughs> so let's give it a shot. It's warm here. It looks like it's melted a little bit. Or am I just crazy? No, 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 no. Okay, you just open the package with. It has beautiful sprinkles, of course. White chocolate. Yeah, it tastes like any other birthday cake frosting or. Birthday cake item that we've had lately. Dunkaroos. It reminded me of Dunkaroos. Yes, yes. Dunkaroos for sure. So that's not a bad thing. No, it was good. It was like any other Kit Kat. It is what it is. It it is what it says it is. So They're really good at that. Yeah. So let's stick some candles in it and blow them out. You're not getting a cake for your birthday this. You're getting Kit Kats. Layered Kit Kat. (laughs) I'd be all right with layered Kit Kat cake. (laughs) But before we go on, we'll bring you an Aftermer sponsors. The Mess All Podcast is a proud member of the Alberta Podcast Network. Locally grown, community supported. This episode of the Mess All Podcast is brought to you by the Calgary Foundation, proudly supporting community needs for 65 years. Everyone wants to feel a sense of belonging. Now more than ever, we are united by a desire to take action and help others by creating a community built on kindness and compassion. From small creative projects to large citizen-led initiatives, the Calgary Foundation provides grassroots grants to encourage and support people who want to create and strengthen bonds between neighborhoods and communities. 
If you got an idea to improve, enhance, and revitalize your community or neighborhood, visit calgaryfoundation.org to find out more about the Foundation's grant opportunities and visit the Calgary Foundation's Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and YouTube channel. One chocolate bar down, let's try another one. What do we got next? We have Calgary Choco Sweets Factory. I say that weirdly because it's S-W-E-E-A-T, like sweet and eats kind of combined, a goji berry superfood and dark chocolate bar. Goji berries also used to be called wolfberries. They're native to, or also called wolfberries, are native to Asia. So especially China, Mongolia, Tibet. One legend said that Li Ching Wan ate goji berries every day and lived to be 252. That's a lot of ages. <laughs> In North China, they where they're grown and eaten daily, they're said to have 16 times more centenarians than the rest of China, which so they kind of call them fountain of youth. Okay, yeah. Berries. Yeah. For Per weight, one ounce of goji berries has more vitamins than an orange. Um, for sorry, more vitamin C than an orange, more beta carotene than a carrot, and more iron than steak. It's like a superfood. Yes, that's super. <laughs> <laughs> so this company, based out of Calgary, Choco Sweets Factory, in the economic downturn in. 2014 owners lost their jobs and started their company. Their motto is, we build sweet relations. Handcrafted, artisanal, beautiful. We oh, picked definitely. out four or five at the Calgary. I think we picked out six bars. Oh, we might have. We couldn't even decide at the market, and I couldn't decide today which one, but I don't think we've ever talked about goji berries. So. But they all looked really good. I'm sure we'll be trying more on episodes to come up. You're describing the owners, and we were talking to her when... We were buying the chocolate bar. She seemed very passionate about it, um, very happy to explain everything to us about what was going on with the bears. And not only did the chocolate bears look good, but she had other things that looked good. and Chocolate-covered marshmallows, yeah. some cocoa bombs. I forget what else. Maybe some fudge. I, might, I can't remember. But yeah, everything looked really good, and I'm really excited for this. Yeah, they just look beautiful. This is just a chocolate bar with goji berries on top. We and they're a smaller bar, but you could buy really big ones for I want to say fifteen dollars that had like whole dried strawberries on mm -hmm. them and I forget what else, but we got six of the small ones just with the fruit on top, probably in the middle as well. We'll see, but just they just look beautiful, let yeah. alone well, we'll see how they taste. Let's get into this. The chocolate smells really rich. It's not a super dark chocolate. No. Um, which necessarily isn't a bad thing. No, it's not. It was very smooth. But to give you some context right now, it's very hot. It's um heat war warning. It's plus 30 here. Um, yeah, I made it to 33. Yeah, there, so, so everything's a little bit warm. soft. <laughs> Including my brain. I feel it's slightly melted. <laughs> but yeah, that that chocolate was very smooth. With the kind of tartness of the goji berries. Mm -hmm. I was going to say that. It gave it a little bit of a crunch, too, but they weren't hard. For anyone who's never had a goji berry, it's kind of kind of like a raisin, not as plump. No. A little... I feel there might be like a stem or something inside a goji berry or something a little bit harder. From... Yeah. Yeah. It's definitely a little bit harder, but not... But like I said, it's not like it's really hard. It's just like... It added a little crunch to it. Yeah. It was yeah. very nice. I liked it. Yeah. I'm looking forward to more of their chocolate bears. 
I don't think you'll like them. I better just eat them. <laughs> you, to, yeah. To you'll you'll check them out for me. <laughs> By the sounds of the air horns, <laughs> it's time for our bonus item. So we have McCormick's Fruity Marshmallows. These are a new project, pro- product, apparently. So they're assorted fruit-flavored candy-coated marshmallows. I couldn't find a lot online about this company. Uh, well, I will tell you what I found. But on the bag, it says, in 1830, Thomas McCormick was born in Ireland. And this isn't McCormick's, like, the spice company. It's a different company. Then in 1858, he opened a shop in London, Ontario, and his son took over in 1906, and they're still around. I don't know where if they're still out of London, because I do know that their factory in London has been abandoned since 2008. Because I found a website called Freaktography, where he talks about urban exploration and takes pictures. So he visits things like abandoned factories and takes pictures. This they, He had a lot of good places, things to say about this uh, this factory, but one, he said, it's a good place to go for new bees with a small bit of danger because there's junkies often doing drugs inside. <laughs> <laughs> Um, that's about that's probably riskier than I necessarily want to do. But anyway, let's give them a try. Yeah, let's get into this. I'm lying. I had a whole bunch of these while Avery was setting up. I couldn't hold off and they're addictive. Avery put his back in the bag. He might not agree, but I'm in love with these candy. They're the outside kind of reminds me of rockets. And the inside, not quite a marshmallow, but it's like, it's just kind of like smooshy. <laughs> not even smooshy. It's almost like, it kind of like dishevels when you bite into it. And like, I loved them. I They were more sour than I anticipated. The lemon, I guess, for the, the yellow was lemon. And was yeah, the, they were interesting. They, you are right. It tastes like rockets covered marshmallows. Yeah, they're, but they're weird kind of marshmallows. Maybe yeah. like, and I might say this because they make these, they make the banana marshmallows too, and it's oh, that kind of consistency. Yeah, yeah. It's that like kind of Like the strawberry, banana. Yeah, like, yeah, I think this, I don't remember if the strawberry has that same texture as the banana ones. They don't taste like banana, but that yeah. kind of marshmallow kind of yeah, they, airy. Yeah, they weren't bad. At first, I was thinking rockets, or not rockets, but... um. Nerds, like yeah, powdered yeah, yeah. nerds. But yeah, when you said rockets, it really rang a bell. I feel too, I don't know if they make rockets. I feel like I think rockets because the marshmallow is kind of dry, like a rocket's mm-hmm. kind of dry. But yeah. I don't know. There was something addictive about these. And I normally don't like candy like this, but I'm going to ask you to take the bag away before it's all <laughs> gone. I took probably about half a cup while you were setting up. Well, you can have... I'm probably not going to pick at them too much, so. I think Russell's going to love them. Yeah. So what's uh, what's their next chocolate bear? Another local candy uh, company, which we've done before, and that is Sweet Gypsy Bespoke Chocolates out of Cochrane. We've done at least two of these bears. Um, we have their Milk Chocolate Salted Diablo. So it uses ghost pepper salt. Of course, then I, I don't think we've ever had anything ghost pepper. No, I don't think we have either. Cultivated and grown in northern in India. In 2007, Guinness certified that it's the world's hottest chili pepper. It's four time, 400 times hotter than the Tabasco and rated over 1 million Scoville heat units. In India, they, well, of course, make food with them, like chutneys and 
but also used to keep away elephants by smearing some on a fence post to keep wild elephants away or using them in smoke bombs, which led in 2009 India's Defense Research and Development Organization to make ghost pepper hand grenades and pepper sprays. Pepper, pepper sprays. They wanted something kind of non-lethal. Yeah, yeah. Um, and in 2015, the Indian Army used a ghost pepper chili grenade to get a terrorist out of a cave. Did it work? Yeah. Nice. And um, now we're eating them in chocolate bars. Let's give this a shot. As always, I'm looking forward to this because... Because this company has not let us down. No, it has not led us astray yet. I had it, and I it was oh, the there chocolate, we go. <laughs> yeah. then the salt, then the heat... Then the salt came back again, mm-hmm. and the heat's still kind of residing. But it's not uncomfortable. Although no. I could see if you don't like heat, if you're kind of iffy about heat, then don't have this bar. I didn't get the heat at first. I got the nice smooth chocolate, the crunch the of salt. the salt inside, which was really nice. And then I got the heat at the end. And then almost like you described, it went away. Then the salt was there again, and then the heat was there. It was awesome. And I took my time to get the packaging off because last time we had it, I ripped it right open and Lena got mad at me because it's such nice packaging as well. Mm-hmm. Little pink polka dots or white polka dots on pink That's paper. That's obviously purple. That's maybe a lilac <laughs> or a violet. Yeah, but I enjoyed it. It was good. You're reading the ingredients, which is what I read to find out that it was ghost pepper. <laughs> I knew that it was ghost pepper. Yeah. Ghostbusters. <laughs> I knew that it was ghost pepper because we talked to her about it. So. Oh, yeah, yeah. I'm intrigued. I just picked it up because we you served it to me up, like we cut it upside down. I thought maybe the salt was on top, but it's mixed in, but not melted. Yeah, I'm going to have another piece while you do your Sweet, jibber-jabber. salty, spicy. It's delicious. I want to try these bars. Oh, the it's the salt especially that's hot than the chocolate. I want to try these bars in the fridge, too. Because they're so warm. So that was delicious. What was delicious. Got one more chocolate bar left, so let's get into this. I'm not sure if I feel this is going to be delicious or not, but we have Hammond's Pigs and Taters. Milk chocolate bar with uh, flavored with bacon bits. No, wait, sorry. Milk chocolate bar with bacon flavored bits and potato chips. We've had other Hammond bars. Have we had them on here? Yeah, we had the chicken and waffles. Oh, yeah, yeah. So Hammond's has been... Been out of Denver since 1920. I feel like I might have went through this before, but I'm going through it again. In 1913, Carl T. Hammond came home from his first day of high school and said, I'm never going back to school or something like that. And his mother's like, well, get a job. So he became a candy apprentice. He opened his own candy shop in 1920. Then his son took over when he died. And then his daughter's husband took over when he died. Like the new son's Tom was his name. His daughter and her husband kind of took over. William Sonoma got involved in 1995 when they ordered some product. And now they're in like, they they were sold in 2007 to um, Andrew Schumann's his name. And he doubled the size. Now they supply to things like Nordstrom's and Dean and DeLuca and Whole Foods. And the candy store, we got this at in Red Deer. Yeah, gasoline <laughs> Oh no, this was... No, this is Gasoline this was, Alley. It was in Edmonton? No, maybe it was, but... I can't remember the name, so let's give it a try. I expect it to be crispy. Like, I kind of picture it's going to be like a Rice crispy chocolate bunny. Almost like Pop Rocks on my tongue. Not quite, but I'm a little disappointed. I feel like I'd be like, wow, that's so good to have this chocolate with this saltiness. If we didn't just have the 
such a delicious bar before this. Well, I haven't talked on the podcast in about 20 minutes here, but <laughs> I am still with us. It had a crunchiness to it. it had a bacony, smoky flavor. It had the crunch. Bacon bits. Yeah. It had a crunch to it. It had saltiness of chips in there. It was it was all right. There was a lot of crunch to it. Yeah. It was mostly crunch than chocolate as opposed to like pieces. Yeah. Like, it's like the way I garden and I just throw a bunch of seeds in and they all <laughs> sprout up all together. Yeah. But I think if we had that before the other one, it would have been better. Yeah, I think so too. And I think that's always, we've we talked about a lot of that on the podcast, how we should try certain things before other certain things, but we never know what is going to be that great product. But And sometimes when I try them the next day, it's a different, it's a different thing. Like if I just try one product instead of four in a row, sometimes that fourth one gets lost because I've had so much stuff, but on its own, it's often yeah, better. I remember exactly. there was a popcorn that was like that, pumpkin spice. Yeah. Popcorn, no, yeah. I forget what kind, but yeah. But before we go on and do a little recap, let's bring you another ad from our sponsors. With Pod Power, our sponsors are making it possible for us to amplify the voices of Albertans and Alberta podcasters. This episode... Edmonton Community Foundation is helping us give a pod power shout out to Is This For Real? Is This For Real is a podcast about various facets of black life in Edmonton. In the first season of the show, Breaking the Blue Wall, host Omar Salafu explore anti-black racism in policing and tell stories about policing in schools, accountability in Alberta's policing system, and the impacts of police violence on black Edmontonians. You can listen to the podcast and read more about each episode at isthisforreal.ca. You can also support the work of these podcasters and future seasons on Patreon. I have plain chip breath now. Just from that, not after that ad, but after having that bar. Do you know that, like, it's always plain chips and that, like? No. Oh, well, that's what I have. I think there must <laughs> be more in that bar than I thought. What did you think? Not just about that bar, but all of them. The local ones blew everything else out of the water. Yes. Goji berry was amazing. The ghost pepper was nice and hot, but not overpowering hot. But... I do like heat. It didn't shy away from the heat either. It was nice. It did have heat. Sometimes you, sometimes they're shy on heat, but this wasn't overwhelming. This didn't take away from the other flavors. Yeah, yeah, um, that's right. I but, mean, yeah, Kit Kat they, was Kit Kat. Sorry, go ahead. I was going to say they were well balanced. Yeah. The, the chocolate was there, but it wasn't overpowering. Everything complimented everything else in it. I mean, it makes me think we should buy more chocolate bars at farmer's <laughs> markets. Definitely. Because every time we have, like, the raw ones in Edmonton mm, yeah, with the Uproot Collective, those ones were really good, even though they're raw chocolate, so you keep them frozen until we eat them. These ones are really good, too, and you keep them out in a hot day when it's plus 30 and <laughs> you have them. Yeah. I mean, I, I'm not sure if that's how I recommend. I'm going to put them <laughs> in the fridge. But that did them make them seem kind of fudgy, like almost a little more like yeah, fudge. Yeah. But yeah, they were both great. And like you said, the Kit Kat was a birthday cake Kit Kat. It tastes yeah. like birthday cake frosting. I'm glad we tried the Hammond's yep. bacon and tater tots or whatever it was, Um, just because... Pigs and taters. Yes, thank you. Because it's not every day you get a pigs and tater chocolate bar that's crunchy like that. Yeah. And I'm glad we had it as well, like you said. Yeah, it was it was good. And, and the marshmallows were 
I loved those. I, I know, know you loved them little... more than I did. I thought they were all right, but I didn't fall in love with them like you did. So It was like, I found them really addictive. I had one, I wanted another, I wanted another. Okay. They so... were fun to eat. The, the texture of them was fun. The, like, yeah, yeah, the I can see that. experience of it. Yeah. But what good things did you have to eat this week? We've been eating a lot of barbecue well as you mm-hmm. know because you were there with <laughs> salad on the side and it's perfect for these warm days just your chicken you made the other day and you put a marinade with i don't know yogurt and like asian spices or like no no it's um i use yogurt i use some tomato paste onion garlic fresh parsley in there salt pepper olive oil i guess i thought yeah. it was kind of asiany because it did kind of remind me of butter chicken Okay. The tomato paste, yeah. yogurt, yeah. Um, but yeah, marinate that, and I put um, some bell peppers and some Anaheim peppers in oh, there yeah. as well, or poblano. poblano peppers, yeah. Yeah, and I grilled up the poblano and the bell peppers with the chicken. It was really nice. Yeah. But the salad was good, too. You picked the beet radish green. Radish tops. Yeah, radish greens right out of the garden, yeah. so that was very nice. I had to thin them out. It's a gardening term I just learned. <laughs> <laughs> We'll see how radishes are if they grow. But but after talking about Nashville hot chicken a couple weeks on the podcast, I had two Nashville hot chicken sandwiches this week. And you had two of them? What I probably I shouldn't have. But I had one at Burger King, and I had one at Smashburger. Oh, I didn't realize that's what you got at Smashburger. And? Um, they were both good. It was, uh, I thought the Burger King one was better. Oh. Uh, they, they were both hot chicken they weren't overly hot um they had pickles on them they had sauce i'm a big sauce fan so i think that's why the burger king one had more sauce and one out for me so yeah that's my adventures in national hot chicken this week and then we saw some national hot chicken powder at the spice merchant yeah the spice merchant yeah down to crossroads market and i got i haven't had it yet but i bought um long peppers yeah, I read an interesting story about why long peppers, um, why we eat black pepper as opposed to long peppers, yeah. but I forget the reasoning. Yeah, but it's like a peppercorn, but it's long, and I'm looking forward to trying it. Yeah, me too, especially after reading that article that yeah. I half remember. <laughs> good, good. A quarter remember. But yeah, those are some of the highlights, just quickly. And Oh, and I had, it's not really what I had to no, eat. No, we're out of time. Sorry. You'll have to bring it up next week when you won't remember. Saskatoon Berry Liqueur that we got from the <laughs> Dedalus? Dedalus? We got it in Red Deer. Yeah, where we had the uh, apple pie liqueur and the, and the choke cherry liqueur. Yeah, choke cherry dessert wine. Yeah. Yes, And yes. that was delicious and too delicious. <laughs> it went down pretty smooth. Yep. Um, that's that's our week. Yeah, and I noticed that it did go down smooth. You had a couple of drinks and you fell off a chair, so. I wish that was the same <laughs> night, but I fell off that chair stone cold sober. <laughs> but yeah, that was our week in food. It was it was fun. I love, it's nice out, so looking forward to barbecuing some more this summer. And uh, you wanted, you talked about it the other day about making my own tater tots. So I might try to make my own tater tots. I have some time off of work this week, so. You're better than I am. I tried <laughs> once, do you remember? But I made broccoli ones. No, I did. I probably tried to block that out of my mind. Yeah, so. exactly. <laughs> Same as cauliflower rice. So, <laughs> but yeah, that's pretty much all we have. So, keep on eating. <laughs>